1: And welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou. we're recording this after the Warriors-Dallas-Mavericks game. And feels like the most complete win, maybe not of the season, but it's been a minute since they've had a complete win like
2: this. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's been at least a month plus. I, I kind of don't count that Chicago win, because it was kind of sandwiched between just a bunch of terrible performances. It seems like a blip. So, like, maybe since the Jazz, maybe Christmas, you could say, right? like it's also, finna- also, like,
1: yeah, good point. Like, Levine goes down. That was just kind of a weird game in yeah. general. I
3: don't really count uh, it.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, this was um, all things considered, you know, Draymond's still out. We're going to get an update over the weekend where that's at. Nothing sounds like it's moving faster than that. But in general, I thought tonight, just great win. Probably the best that Clay's played with the team. Like the, the concept of Clay playing well while everyone else plays well together. Just an all around strong team win.
2: Yeah, uh, everything. It was a little bit like touch and go to start. Like they didn't score for the first three plus minutes or so. So it was a little frustrating. It looked like they've been the last few weeks. But once they started going, it was classic. Cl- get Clay the rock. By the way, the first couple threes that Clay made looked really weird. It looked like he was aiming them in. I mean, he's that good at winning anyway. After that, he was he was free-flowing. Um, but the defense was fantastic from the beginning. Kevon Looney, I actually didn't mean to start with Kevon Looney, but he's incredible defensively Wait, right now. This, and the most
1: the most hipster take possible. The <laughs> Warriors just, score 130 I'm points, just, second highest point total of the season, <laughs> and you want to highlight the guy, the only guy, in the rotation who didn't score
2: <laughs> he didn't score tonight i love it
1: just anyway just andy andy kerr right now giving game <laughs> I, balls for rebounds
2: you think uh, he gave the game ball to looney like of course he did um yeah but you, you know I, we can go through a lot of a lot of it you, you kick off where we should start but it's just it's just this defense tonight was fantastic and then they finally got the offense back to normal
1: yeah i mean so if you've been watching the Warriors all season, you know this is a defensive-first team. Uh, the, the Splash Brothers, the offense, uh, the system, whatever it may be, gets all the highlights. But this team is really predicated on defense and getting out in transition. And particularly since Draymond's gone down, that hasn't been a thing, um, at least with the consistency we're used to. And we we know they're never going to defend at the same level without Draymond <laughs> that they do with Draymond. But tonight against what would you consider Dallas? They're like a, they're a good team, but they're definitely not a contender, right? Yep. Like they're yep. a, they're second tier. They're a solid playoff team. Yep. This team played great defense, got out to transition, hit their shots and basically
2: played Warriors basketball. There's no other around it. Uh, Steph Curry looked like Draymond tonight. Cause he, it felt like he went out of his way to find people, open shots. Uh, he got to the hole to kick back out and he didn't he missed out a lot of assists just cuz he got the hockey assist. Uh, Sam, how many split cuts did you count tonight? Cuz I didn't count very many. At least not in the, <laughs> not in the moments. Uh, it just it felt like they ran an offense that said, "Hey, we're going to get Steph the rock. We're going to have our best players create Jordan Poole. Your guy fantastic tonight. Just incredible on and off the ball and shooting the ball. And when those two guys are able to create and get to the hole, like, it opens up everything. For everyone else. So I feel like that's a good point. The split cuts, the split cuts work when
1: you have Draymond Green and Stephen Clay feeling yes. it, moving off screens. Yes. The split cuts without Draymond Green, it just it's it's a pointless offense for this team. And it looks like they're probably going to be without Draymond for longer than two weeks, probably till All Star break at minimum. Um, just reading between the lines the way they're speaking, like, I don't expect Draymond to be back anytime soon. Um, and that means Steph has to take more of a playmaking role. And like tonight's a perfect example. Steph had 18 points, seven for 16 from the field. I should, I know, shout out Steph, just still chucking those end of quarter three
2: quarter shots. I could but, never.
1: But, but w- w- what matters with him is he was making the right play. He had seven assists in three quarters. Um, 18-7 and 9. And if you watch the game, my main takeaway was Steph was kind of orchestrating the whole offense. Yep. And that's yep. kind of what it's been since Draymond's been out there now. 4 and 1 on this home stand. And I expect it to be this way for the duration of Draymond being out. Like Steph doesn't get to be off ball as much as he likes to. He. It's going to be a lot more 25 and 10. You know, 23 and 9. Instead of uh, 35 and 4, 33 and 5, those type of games. Like, he's, he has to take more of a playmaking role. This team has guys who can hit shots and score. They kind of don't have that many playmakers. Steph kind of has to take that role, at least until Draymond comes back.
2: Yep. And and he should. And he should. And we've been calling for this for a long time, and that's the right move. and we don't need to see anybody else have the ball and he's good enough. He's always been good enough. They just prefer. And I think he probably prefers to do it this way. And I think it's a matter of getting his muscle memory back to playing this way. Cause we've seen him do it. We've seen him do it early in his career uh, when he averaged, you know, seven, eight assists a game. And now it's not even about the assists. It's just about like, we're getting like Damian Lee tonight was fantastic. Cause he, all he did, all he had to do was shoot, stand in the corner and shoot open threes. Or he takes a couple drill books, gets straight to the hole. All he had to do. Bialica, all he does is run a pick, pop, get it open three, and that's it. Like, if you get those guys to not mess around and start dribbling and passing, those guys are good basketball players. Same with Otto Porter. Looked like he got a shot back tonight, right? He's been struggling for a few games. So, like, all that stuff becomes so easy when you get guys like Steph to just handle the rock and make plays. And, 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 I, and I remiss not to say Jordan Poole was also great. Uh, getting to the hole today, he's not so much a passer, but like they needed confident Jordan pullback. Yeah, yeah, they needed him back. He's been gone. Whenever Clay's back, it's been a weird kind of a thing, but not tonight. It wasn't. He was great. And, and I want to
1: just throw it out there, like to to your point, like I still think Steph is probably at his absolute best when you have a playmaker like Draymond around him, because then you can really take yep. advantage of everything he does. But with no Draymond he's going to have to sacrifice his off ball game just a little more to get everyone else going. So you're not going to see leading the NBA and scoring Steph Curry. You're going to see more of a, a balanced playmaker Steph Curry. And it's one of those things where like, okay, maybe the, the scoring stats aren't where you want them, but if they win, who gives a fuck? Right? Like, like, it's like, it's like one of those things they won by 30. What, what was the final margin? Yeah, Um, I think they won by 30 38 38 and Jesus I don't think anyone cares that Steph didn't score 30 you know what I'm saying like if if this is the way they need to play to win games while Draymond's out so be it and I kind of suspect this is how it's going to be the rest of the game maybe maybe next game he scores 27 maybe next game he scores 15 but in general he's going to have to be more of an on-ball playmaker and that's the way they're gonna have to play and you know
2: it worked tonight yeah I Dallas, for some reason, also played some weird defensive scheme where they didn't just jump at Curry every time a, ball, a pick came, which was very odd. Uh, I swear Dallas has been playing better defensively. I guess not this game. They kind of lost their mind. Well, I, was,
4: I
1: was looking, just so weird, playing, looking right? at the numbers pregame. Mavericks had the number one ranked defense the last 15 games, which kind of caught me off guard. I knew they were playing good defense. I did not realize they were top of the NBA defense, but... <laughs> So Based back on
2: tonight, that, right. I, don't, I don't know that. I don't, I don't know that I buy that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh, oh, d with the with the game winning uh, layup here. Um, yeah. I, the other thing about uh, where do you want to go from here, by the way? Did you have someone specific? I was going to go talk. I was going to go talk Jordan Poole. Yeah, let's go. Let's go Jordan Poole. Um, benef- benefiting from the lack of I think motion offense and I, I don't know If this is like Steve Kerr, Kenny Atkinson Looks like he's back on the bench, somebody reported So maybe that's part of it, some of the adjustments That they made, but can you just see How happy Jordan Poole is when he gets to Dribble the rock, it's literally that simple
1: yeah. that, That's it Yeah, and I mean he He's a playmaker And he wants to dance on the ball a little bit And he's good enough to do it I think the hard part for the Warriors and particularly for Steve Kerr, is how to balance that between running their offense, right? Like, it's uh, – he could be on a worse team and he could be just dribbling it in circles. So how do, you, how do you get him to function to find his rhythm and be useful? Because, like, dude, some of the plays he made tonight were just utterly filthy. Like, he's super talented. His ability to take guys off the bounce, some of the pull-up moves, like, there's not a lot of guys who can do that at that level. No, nope. you want to incorporate in the offense, but like you also you don't want to create an offense where it's like, you know, Steph Clay and everyone's standing around watching Jordan Poole cook like you got to find a balance there.
2: So, yeah, there, there there is, especially with Draymond back. You're right. There is a balance because Draymond's not going to like that either or like that a lot of that either. Um, But but that's that's they need Jordan Poole to take them to the next level. Uh, he's the, Hey, I mean, clay might be a creator now, Sam, you see the behind the back <laughs> passes. He might be, he called himself magic Thompson. So like maybe he's going to be a third creator here, but like the warriors are going to need Jordan Poole to come off the bench and do these things consistently if they're going to want to win a championship. So I just, I was just really happy seeing him do that. Cause it seemed like he took it very tough when he got sent to the bench, which makes sense. He's a 22 year old kid. So he I I think and, that he,
1: took was, a tough, and he was yeah. the starting shooting guard on a first yeah. place team. Usually you yeah. don't get benched when you're in first place.
2: <laughs> it wasn't because he was playing bad, right? Like it was just it was just it's Clay Thompson. He's 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 going to start. So um I'm I'm just happy for him. And I'm happy for him and, and and I'm happy for for you know everyone else on the team that played well tonight, including your guy. Another one of your guys, Kuminga.
1: Yeah. Uh, before we get to Kuminga, we I don't want to yeah. bury the lead. Clay Thompson, yeah. six assists tonight. <laughs> I don't know that he's ever had six assists pre-injury. The the funniest thing about Clay coming back has been the, um, I don't know. We we all remember Game Six Clay and coming off of screens and just murdering you type of Clay. And you you forget like you know he's 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 got more game than just being that kind of guy. And then there's a level of uh, I haven't played basketball at this level in two plus years, Clay, and just wanted to show all the things he can do. What were you thinking
2: with all those behind the back passes? and dives? used to like. I, I I feel like somebody got in his ear and said, Clay, stop shooting the ball whenever you get the ball. It's not helping us. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, I think so. I don't know who. Probably the only person that can tell him that is like maybe maybe Steph, like may, maybe Andre, like <laughs> it's the person that told him like Clay, I love you, man. Like we know you're you've been out for two and a half years, but. My guy, you are not helping the offense when you 're chucking it thirty times a game the moment you catch the ball, and I think tonight he made a concerted effort to to move the rock and just shoot when he 's open and it's, it was, it looked like the clay of old right it, it just looked like how the warriors offense runs yep. i'm
1: just i'm just talking about those behind the back passes though those were uh those were I don't know, man. It's just funny to watch Clay. Like, dude, dude Magic, Magic Thompson with the behind <laughs> back
2: pass. Nobody, <laughs> nobody on this team does that. Well, Andre actually does that pretty well. But beyond that, who does that?
1: I mean, Steph used to do some of that stuff, but he's kind of. I think Steve has Steve has officially like uh, coached it out of him. But like, yeah, Clay Clay has Clay is uh, exploring his boundaries here, and I don't know what else to say. Like. I, obviously it's a good thing for this team. Like he, he probably felt a little boxed in when they had a uh, KD for a while, where it was just like, all right, you're, you don't need to dribble the ball. We got, we got Steph Curry. We got Kevin Durant. We got Draymond green. We don't need you doing that. You're just going to be a spot up killer. Right. Um, and now he kind of gets to do a little more of his game and he's missed so much time. It's fun to watch. I, I'm still kind of in a weird spot with clay where it's like, everything he does is kind of
2: irreverent and I'm like excited about it because I haven't watched him so long, right? Yeah, this felt like the first time that he's actually good. You know what I mean? Like it, it, the first few games he's come back, you're kind of sitting there. You're like, whatever he does, you're fine with because it's clay and he's come back and what, you're going to be mad at him for for not playing a cert, you know, as good as he was. Tonight felt like, oh, like he looks good. He looks like that version of Clay Thompson that I used to see. So we'll see. I mean, he didn't play last game because of knee soreness. I, I, I was I was definitely concerned, definitely concerned, Sam. But he came out tonight and looked like that wasn't an issue. So Doctor Lou Doctor Luke can rest. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hopefully he'll be able to play Thursday, man. He played, I think he played more minutes than usual tonight. I think he played 26, 28 minutes. So that's yes, yeah. more than as usual.
1: They haven't communicated um, what he's going to take his minutes up to, but like he had 26, he's he's slowly getting to 30. I'm excited to see when Clay takes that first game where there's zero minute restrictions and Steve can play him 35, 36 minutes. I think we're still, I don't think that's coming before the all-star break, but like, Mm. I'm excited to see what that looks like. I'm excited to see how that goes. Tonight was, I feel like the broadcast said it, but tonight was just like a feel good win. You know what I mean? Like they kind of started blowing them out at the end of the third quarter and um and then we got the kuminga show in the fourth quarter and my god he's an athlete (laughs) right but it's like it's like one of those things where it's like i'm not gonna read too much into the numbers and the fourth
2: quarter and all that sort of stuff right yeah this this was uh this was you know their best day so they're not always gonna play like this but you mentioned kuminga and uh Kaminga actually started the game playing pretty poorly, I thought. Uh, he, he looked like he didn't really know what was going on out there. You know, classic stuff for a 19-year-old. But uh, like Draymond said, man, he just does shit on the floor that you never see. And, and he does it consistently. Andrew Wiggins was very good tonight. And he has the same level of athleticism. But, like, he doesn't do it that same way, right? He does not it, have the same level of aggression, that's for sure. Just pure, I'm going to get to the hole and F you. Every single time. And uh, and also, dude, kid is hitting 38% from three right now. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't think he missed one tonight. And his shot looks... No, nah, eight for nine, four for four from three. Um, I mean, sheesh.
1: I'm still not ready to call him a shooter, but the shots <laughs> he was hitting tonight were like step one, right? Step one is if they leave you open and give you space, spot up and hit it, right? And then step two is if they start closing out on you, then what can you do, right? But, like, you got to prove you can hit it when they don't guard you. The first – that's step one, right? Yeah. And like, he's looking and, – and he's looking like he can – like, he can hit an open shot. I'm I'm not concerned about the free throw percentage yet. Like, he's going to be able to hit free throws at some point, even though it's kind of weird he can't hit them right now. He didn't go to the line tonight. But, like, in ge- – I'm just talking, like, big
2: picture. Yeah, throws, yeah,
1: right? yeah. Um, my, my bigger thing. Um, so I want to ask you this before we open it to the callers. There's been some commentary and some questioning about him not playing more. Do you have a problem with his role and kind of the way
2: that they're developing him or what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I think the way, that they're, the way that they're coaching him up in terms of the shooting and, and what he does off the ball and, and getting to the hole, I think all of that is great. All of that stuff we didn't see last year. The minutes, I think I would like to see more of it. But, like, I think games like tonight, uh, they are just better players out there than him, like games like tonight, right? Like, if, if Damian Lee looks awful tonight, then you're like, okay. If Bielica looks awful, then Bielica, Bielica was okay. JT didn't play tonight in minutes that mattered, right? So to me, it's like, well, those guys are good basketball players and they're playing well tonight. So I didn't see a reason necessarily to play him out there. I also don't think it's necessary to start him. Like, there's no, there should be no, like, auto start.
1: Yeah. Otto is a better basketball player than him today, January 25th, 2022. So I I agree with you there. I I think the thing I like, I I just want to throw this out there. I think I like the fact that they are kind of tough love coaching him um, because I'm not sure he would look this good if he was allowed to just play 20 minutes. I
5: agree. I agree.
1: He's one of those guys who needs kind of someone on him to bring the absolute best out of him because he's, he, he is that talented. Like he, there's two. There's two questions. Who's more talented, Kuminga or Bielitsa? Kuminga, <laughs> right? Yeah, but Stop. it's like, who's uh, who is a more complete, polished basketball player? And it's obviously the guy who's in his thirties, who's, you know, just kind of played more basketball. So I, I think they learned from last year with
2: yeah, Wiseman on it. I, I think they did, and I think there are situations though where. You're going to know immediately when Belly shouldn't be playing. And there are going to be games where they throw, J- throw JT out. You're just like, hey, man, these guys, they're not able to play in this game. Just give them the hook and just put Kaminga in it. I don't know if they're there yet because I think there's a little like, you know, these guys are vets. You you kind of want to do – like, I know Steve Kerr's a great people manager, right? And I think that's part of what Steve is trying to do. Um, he's trying to manage the locker room. And that's why I think, like, it was weird for him to say we're going to start Kaminga from here on out. I was just like, that's, that's a weird thing to do. It's not roll. like he's –
4: it's not like he's
2: LeBron a, over there. Like he's not, not, the starter. It also the, reminds.
1: It also reminds me of like last year they're like, we're gonna start Wiseman. They're like, do you know what you're really <laughs> starting, like signing up for by throwing a rookie into the fire like that?
2: Yeah. yeah it's it's a little odd. So I, I I do wish he would play a little more though. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wish he got more minutes. Um, but yeah, I, look, man, he looks he looks fantastic. And and I didn't think he could shoot coming in, but they've got some fantastic player development coaches. I'll tell you this they declared the John Malalala apparently fixed gp2 shot wise uh, wigan shot and kaminga shot cannot fix steph's though Steph's shot is forever broken apparently <laughs> so there you go hey steph had to die so those guys could thrive right <laughs> it's like it's like the matrix <laughs> i don't know most selfless um, superstar <laughs> light years podcast brought to you by hello fresh With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. I'm getting mine this week, Sam. I got fat over the holidays, gained like 20 pounds, so I'm trying to eat healthy, right? I'm trying to not spend as much money at the grocery store, uh, and I'm trying to make eating and cooking fun and affordable. That's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients straight to your door including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week. So you get convenience without skipping on quality. You can, like I said, skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the weight in long lines and ensuring you don't waste money on excess food. HoloFresh also cuts back on time spent in the kitchen. If you are like me, I hate cooking. So this is gonna make my life a lot easier. You can spend it on your other New Year's resolutions with meals ready in about 30 minutes or less, plus quick and easy meals, including 20 minute recipes and low prep easy cleanup options provide an even faster route to putting food on the table go to hollowfresh.com light years 16 light years one six, for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts go to hollowfresh.com light years 16 again that's light years one six, for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts
1: Let's get
3: let's get to the let's get to the goons. Let's get to the goons. <laughs> meekus Hey guys, first time uh calling in since Jimmy Garoppolo ended my NFL season. Yes uh, <laughs> sir. Yeah, best of luck for the rest of the season. You know, I I was talking a lot of trash on Twitter, and even if Jimmy Garoppolo does stink, he wins games. I can't say anything. So hope you guys go in the Super Bowl. Uh, honestly, gotta. I said whoever won that game was going to the the Super Bowl. So you know, you guys are gonna win next week three times in a row. The season will be fun. Um, we'll, we'll we'll lose to Mahomes in the in the championship. It'll, yeah, so I mean, it'll we, be brutal. You're gonna it'll lose to the Steph Curry over the NFL, and it is, yeah, it is what it brutal. is. But um, yeah. my question seriously, we've we've now gone 20 games with us, so we're, we're uh. We're, we're pretty far into it. If Steph Curry, if this is the new Steph Curry, can the Warriors still win the title if Draymond Green is healthy, Clay Thompson gets back to his minutes, and everything else is what it is? Are they still actually viable title contenders? And to answer the question, Sam, this is Clay's 10th best assist game ever. He's got four games with eight assists, six games with seven, and then a bunch with six. But this is his most assists in under twenty, in under 30 minutes. So all of those games, he at least Ooh. had 33. He only had 26 tonight, so just some stats for you guys. But yeah, if Steph doesn't return to form, can they still win it all? It's my question.
1: Migas, appreciate the call and appreciate the stats.
3: It's useful. I've, One
1: I'm of the not best surpri- as always. I'm not surprised Clay has not had a game with six assists in under 30 minutes prior. That, that much I can tell you. <laughs> but okay, what do you think? Do you think no. they can win? No. A t- okay, what if uh, let me let me paint a counterfactual for you. Mm. What if you get Draymond back and it's peak Draymond, you know, defensive mm. player of the year, Draymond, and you get this version of Clay Thompson out there. So now, okay. So Steph is an inconsistent shooter, but you got Clay, you got Wiggs, you got Otto Porter, you got Jordan pool. Like you, you have more depth on offense. Plus you got Draymond anchoring the best defense in the league. Uh,
2: it's not, it's not happening. It's just They need When When the games Get down to Like game five Game six They need Steph To be the guy That dropped 33 In Houston In the second half That is not That guy right now I am watching A different human being On the court right now And that's not him And they If they don't have him They're not winning It's Unless Jordan Poole Suddenly becomes A 28 points Per game score Or Clay becomes You know uh, know, Pete Clay, But that's not Happening this season Right so
0: No man No I kind of think can i kind of think okay
2: if
1: draymond is able to anchor a defense playing at the level they have they can kind of win with a balanced offense um and stuff being a less efficient 25 point per game score um i don't i don't know well actually i don't know (laughs) about it to be honest i'm just trying to (laughs) i'm just trying to present
2: the counterfactual right now just trying to think of a way um, I, I, mean, I think they could beat Phoenix I, I, like that. I think I, they could beat Phoenix. Let me put it this
1: way. I'm more concerned about Clay. Or sorry, I'm more concerned about Draymond Green right now than I am about like step shooting four percent higher on his three point range. Yeah. That, for me, that's a big deal. All right, Grant, what's up, man?
5: Just went on, on mute, leaving the Chase Center right now. Uh, thanks for letting me on. I'm just saying that the Warriors need to get creative with resetting Steph's mental. I think they honestly need to either have him practice at Oracle or play a full game at Oracle. I think he, like, all, uh, you know, uh in between Game 3 and Game 4 in Memphis, Draymond getting him drunk in Memphis. Like, they just need to reset his mental. It feels like more like that. I was thinking the Warriors, like, I was at the game today and like they lead the league and like guy misses a three and like angrily claps to himself. I saw both Steph and Clay (laughs) do a lot of that. So there's just a lot of angst right now. And I feel like they need to reset the chakra as if possible.
1: Grant, I like that. First off, um, over under, how much do you think you'd have to pay Joe Lacob for them (laughs) to throw away a game and go play at the old Oracle where he can't cash in on the chase? God, it's a hell of a good question. I think
5: I, I think that the problem is like pre COVID, they had the Benjamins to like just roll with that. But now like Chase opened at like and then COVID happened. So I think like financially they're a little less stable than we'd want them to be. So it's less likely I just remember like the New York Islanders would do that. They would play like they were like based at Barclays, but would play at Nassau Coliseum for like certain playoff games and it would obviously be super cool as like a bay area fan as a warrior fan pre the san francisco move of course but like i don't think joey Lightyears is going to be honest that's how 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 was chase tonight chase was good chase was you know it was fine it was just a mid-week regular season game you know pretty solid i think that people are still really into clay i think they're awkward around steph like you know, Steph had a couple like rim out threes and he missed like a technical free throw. And there's the exasperated, like, ah, which was a little frustrating, but like, yeah. I don't know. That guy,
1: I think he's
4: right. He, a little, that, uh, is the,
1: that is the right way. It's, it's, uh, it's like this Cialis ad where the guy's like staring into the sunset and you're like, no one wants to talk about it. That's what's yep. going on.
2: Yep, that's a Steph Gar slump <laughs> Oh man. Uh, it's true, man. I never seen so much frustration from Steph, but uh
5: Yeah. And and what are you guys' theories on the slump? Just while while I got you on the horn. I, I think it's like I I think maybe you overlift and like you know hurt a nerve, or I think it's like a little bit of the Draymond and a little bit like honestly, this is maybe a hotter take, but like sort of tragedy of the depth when the other like role players are playing well, it's less of the like pass to Steph whenever of the ball vibe. And so he's getting a little less. Slow. Hmm.
1: Andy, Andy, give me your, your craziest theory on the
2: slump. I I'm podcast appropriate. One hundred. <laughs> I'm, I'm behind the uh, I am behind the take that I think Steph's injured. Um, I think something's wrong and uh, I think he's playing through it. I, I wish he wouldn't, but he's one of the toughest, if not the toughest guy in, in the league and he doesn't make excuses. And I think something's wrong with his hand or his leg or something's wrong with him physically. He won't admit it because he's Steph Curry, uh, but I think that's what's causing this.
5: But but why think, is he playing through it? Like you know, he's you know he's in his 30s, like he doesn't really have much to prove in terms of
2: like that. why did why like, did Kobe, why, why did why did Kobe play through injuries? Because you want to be they're, Jordan. They're, they're,
1: they're, okay, fair. They're chasing a title. There, this isn't this isn't protect your stats. Like this isn't some LeBron chase the legacy type of tour going on here. I think. He is trying to win a title. Anyway, I'm not sure I buy the injury excuse, to be honest with you, Andy. And Graham, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm going to go with um, the ball. I think Wilson engineered a ball. Oh boy. I think, I think Nike was involved in it. As we all know, Steph is not a Nike athlete. <laughs> oh, that's a, Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, that's my crackpot theory. You know, have, uh, you noticed, have you noticed Nike athletes not slumping with their jump shots? Uh, have, you, have you thought
4: about that? Uh, I'm, I'm uh, let's, let's take it one further. Actually,
5: Nike let's, is let's, the ball. let's take it one further. Nike is paying off the refs. That's why Steph's never gotten any calls. It's cause the Nike lobby is <laughs> is preventing the NBA refs from giving him four point plays. Grant, I appreciate you. Um
1: dude, I'm actually willing to just say he's in a slump. I think he's gonna get out of it. I well, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know if I believe what I'm saying. Um
2: because it's bizarre. It's like it doesn't make any know. sense, man. It doesn't make any sense, man. Two for ten from three tonight. The mid-range jumper was butter. Uh, it, it was fantastic, and I just – it doesn't make it, – he's even missing free throws. It seems like he misses a free throw every other game now or something. So I, I, don't, I don't know. He obviously is feeling it because you can see him literally shaking his head when he misses an open three. So, yeah. I mean, I,
1: <sighs> I it's one of those things. He's probably going to come around, but it is fun to think about.
0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines dot com. All
3: right. Neil. Oh. What's going on, fellas? How's it going? What's up, brother?
1: Where can I where can I get that smile Geek shirt?
3: I'll send you the link. Uh it's it's ordered, it's in my closet. It's the result of again coming in last place in fantasy football. So <laughs> Uh, you can thank the light years discord for that Uh, (laughs) one. the best the best um yeah so i I was just gonna ask you guys so what are your thoughts on like what Camingo's role is gonna be like come playoff time because like watching him um he's like he seems of course a lot more polished than i thought he would be um i know like it you know when it comes to the playoffs like rookies generally don't you know do amazing but um I don't know. At least, like in in spots, he can play really good defense. He can give some scoring sparks. So, just want to get your thoughts on that.
1: Appreciate it, Neil.
3: Andy, you to go
2: first. Resident Kaminga guy. I thought you were going to take that one. Appreciate you, Neil. Appreciate all the work that you do. Um, I think that I don't actually think that he's going to play much in the postseason. Um, I think when it comes down to it, I I think Steve is going to go with his guys. I think he's gonna play Otto Porter. Uh, I think he's gonna go with defense first. Uh, GP2. Like theoretically, Kaminga's a good defender, but he's so young that he's not actually good on defense. And you see guys like Otto Porter and Kamal those guys are so freaking slow, but they're they're so smart on defense that it doesn't really matter. I think when it comes down to it, I, I don't know how much Kaminga plays in the postseason. Outside of like some like Energizer minutes, right? Like maybe he'll just get 10 to 15 minutes this certain game, but I don't think he'll have a steady steady role.
1: I think you just nailed it right there. I think he's going to be a athletic body that Steve throws out there to change the momentum of the game. But I don't think he's going to be a regular postseason rotation player. Like, if they're healthy, you know, Draymond starts, Wiggins starts, Otto's the first guy off the bench. Um, and then and then Kuminga and, and uh, JTA, they're kind of guys that Steve will throw in there if he wants to change the momentum of the game. And if they're feeling it, he might ride it and then he'll look like a genius or he'll look like an idiot, but
2: one or the other. Um, I think that's going to be his role. Oh. Oh. By the way, that's also Wiseman's role. <laughs> Whenever, if and when he comes back. So
1: Let's get him on the floor first. Yeah, fingers crossed. Easy, what's up?
4: Hey, hey guys. What's, what's going up? on? Yeah, I'm calling in from South Africa, actually. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, in regards to Steph's um shooting slump, I think I think Andy might be might be right. I think it's like a mechanical issue. I think it is a mechanical issue. I think he's injured. I think he's injured and because we don't have a guy who can like score twenty points per game, I think he just needs to be in there just to cover the wins, you know, get us over fifty wins or so. And yeah, that's my, that's
1: my take. Easy. Appreciate it. I don't disagree with you. And I do think, I mean, this is kind of what you were getting at Andy, which is uh, Steph is going to play through it. If they, if it helps them win. And for all the stuff we're talking about, this team has what the second
3: best record. (laughs) It's
1: It's not like they're slumping. Yeah. Like, it's just weird to see Steph not shoot like, uh, you know,
2: an alien, right? I, if you had to ask Steph, and I think he, he's this type of guy, I, I think he'll take this win every single day. Like he won't, I mean, he doesn't want to shoot 20% from three, but like if you if you tell Steph that he's going to finish the season shooting 37, 38% from three, but the team is going to win 57 games and, and be the one or two seed, like he's going to take that easily. Or you can, you know, be like last season and shoot forty three and average thirty one points and then finish the playing tournament. You know what I mean? Like I think Steph will live uh, with this, but I think he's got that Kobe in him. Where I mean, remember Kobe was playing through a broken finger that one year where where, where he just had yeah, it taped it a, the whole time. Just ridiculous.
1: It, it was either the oh nine or the ten playoffs where it was like he was, you know, four fingers taped up, bandaged <laughs> up, and you know the numbers weren't pretty, but wins a win. Yeah,
2: so that's who Steph is, man. He's not LeBron. The winner.
4: Hi, what's up, man? Yo, yo. What's up, brother? Man, so, you know, there's a lot of speculation about, like, what, what's up with Steph shooting. Uh, I tend to think, I tend to side with Occam's razor. The simplest explanation is probably right. Uh, I mean, he's, he's probably just in a slump. Like, it's, it's it's probably not anything mechanical. It's probably not the ball. I mean, it might be a combination of all the little things. But, you know, either one way or the other, uh, I think... He'll be fine. But uh, so I've been sitting on this for a while. Uh, the cool, one of the cool things about this roster is you, you get a lot of versatility. You, you go the, the the main four, and then you know, big, small, whatever you want. But I've been thinking like I'm not sure that Wiggins should close in the best lineup, because I'm thinking like if if Gary Payton the second is hitting jumpers, what is Wiggins better for outside of like, obviously you get the, the post touches and stuff like that. But if you could have a lineup of Steph clay, Dre Otto, and GP two, I might take that over Wiggins. If there's not like an overabundance of like giant wings on the other side, but let me know what y'all think.
1: Ooh, I like that time because I've been thinking the same thing. I think Wiggins has been excellent. This year is better than I thought he could play. And he's a very valuable player for this team, just having a big wing who can hit shots and defend. But if the okay, let's put it this way. If they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies and Memphis, <clears throat> excuse me, does not have a big wing. I mean, Memphis who, doesn't. I mean, they who's don't. He, That's what I'm saying. Who's he guarding? Yeah. What, so he, I mean, he's – he's Kyle Anderson, G, <laughs> but like Otto GP, Porter can guard him. GP2's better at guarding Ja, right? So why would you go with Wiggins over GP two in that game? Like, I get it. If you play the Lakers, like Wiggins, your best option on LeBron. I mean, he's, he's really, I mean, well, they and, would sit Higgins. all.
2: they would sit auto Porter in that five. Um, I think.
1: Sure. And, but and you, play you get Wiggins you before you, you, right, you I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I agree. If, you, if you're not going against, like, if you're going against Kawhi Leonard, if you're going against LeBron James, you're going against Kevin Durant you going against those type of teams like Wiggins. Don't even think about it. Like he's got to be in your your, your five man unit. But if you're going against a team who uh, is like guard heavy and doesn't really have wings who are threatening, it's not the worst idea in the world to consider throwing GP two out there instead of Wiggins. To close.
2: I, I think I think the the question is that should GP two be closing? I think yes, certain times. I think the I don't know if it's in place of Wiggins anymore. He's just been so good. By the way, before the season, I thought the best lineup would actually be Wiggins out and Otto Porter closing with Andre and the rest and the big three. So I thought that was going to be my hot take, but it, it, Wiggins has just been too good uh, offensively and defensively. I think in that situation, I would probably sit Otto, especially when you're talking about a small lineup. Like you are going to go Jaron Jackson at the five and like Cup and slow-mo at the four, and then like. You know, stuff like that, and I I would – I, you would probably get away with, with Andrew at the four. That's what I would do. But GP2 would definitely need to be – I mean, there's nobody on this team that can guard Jaw except for GP2. I mean, GP2 might foul out in like 20 minutes, but that's your best bet. <laughs> hey, man. He's not uh, – he's not Ken more <laughs> Definitely
5: not. What Said. up, fellas? What up, fellas? Uh, what up man?
2: What? It's been so, a minute. How you doing? I know. I know. Uh, congratulations on the baby, baby. Uh, I also had a baby recently. So oh, congrats,
5: God. my man. On. Uh, who would have thought that Looney would have been our Iron Man?
0: This is, yeah. gotta give a big shout out to the God. I'm huh? this guy, but what are we going to do for the month when Draymond's out? Let's keep Looney at center and Belly at center. What do you guys say?
1: Said, appreciate the call. I mean, dude, what a of Looney. No other way around it. Uh, I, I, they don't have an option, do they?
2: They don't. And he, it, I mean, just def- I'm t- this defense that he's playing right now tonight looked like Draymond on the back end. I mean, it, it just, I mean, Porzingis is not that hard to guard. I, I don't know what his deal is. He just, he, he's shooting threes on Steph at the top. The I, I don't know what his problem is, but like that guy's soft. And Looney just easy. And it, and Looney switching off on Luka, I thought was hilarious. And it just, it makes so much sense. It reminded me of of. Of Looney guarding James Harden uh, in those postseason series because Luca's Luca's quick, but like he kind of moves slow, and Looney's the same way, so they kind of marry each other. And Looney can get by him. Luca can get by him a little bit, but I think Looney's strong enough to where he can stay in front most of the time. Uh, I just I think it's hilarious that Looney's one of the better defenders on on Luca that you can have on this team, and I just I don't know, man. He's I, I hope he I really hope he doesn't get hurt because he is playing a lot. Uh, and he's fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for them looking to add another athletic front court player, but uh, in, it's not happening in the short term. So I, I just, I just don't know what else you can ask for Looney. I think he's been phenomenal. Get, I just,
2: get, I he's been phenomenal. Get Marcus All. That's all. That's all I asked for.
1: Yeah, the definition of athleticism.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: let's end it here, guys. We appreciate everyone who called in tonight. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday night. Let's go.